Blog Talk Radio. What's good? What's good? Thank you for joining me for another version of King Vision, Vision of a King. It's your boy Omar, and I'm back with you. Hope you had a good day. Um, tonight. We're supposed to be um, talking about silver clouds using negative as a positive. Um uh, supposed to be joined by uh, founder of Mad Bitter Movement, uh, Lillian Mayer. Um, I know she had something come up, so she may not be able to join us. She might hop on for a second, um, as well as the, the other regular uh, host if they join. But, yeah, man, um, and whatever else. Uh, I, I decided to get into or talk about um, with the whole uh, uh, politics and music and entertainment, all that jazz. But yeah, so um, I'll kind of hold off uh, explaining Mad Bitter uh, and what it's about um, until. Um, she calls in, um, but in general, I could talk about using negative as a positive and just overall being positive. Um, I know that's something for me. Um, I can say I struggle with being positive consistently, which most people probably do. Um, but I know I do, um, just because it'd be so much stuff going on and happening in front of your face, it'd be for me, it'd be hard to just sit there and be like, okay, I'm good with this going on. Um, um, and then finding positive in certain things, it's almost like it's very difficult to find the positive. But uh, at the same time, I'm very sure that if I put the energy into finding the positive, um, I would definitely find it. Um, depending on the situation and circumstance. But I also know that uh, anger and frustration uh, can take over, um, especially if you somebody is short-tempered or easily agitated. So um, in general, um, I definitely understand that my experience is very uh, human but um at the same time um uh, that's something i think i need to work on um now um using negatives as a positive like i said uh that's something that um you know depending on what what the negative is and how uh, hard it hits you or how hard it affected your circumstance um, you know, it might be, it might be a chance to, uh, for you to, for you to really recreate if it's something that's not too aggressive on you.
situation. Um, when you when you invite someone else into the space, um, um, as far as um, communication and as far as um, you doing um, what you consider to be good, and someone else might not necessarily see that in that light. So now you are pretty much feeling like you got to justify yourself for your opinion or whatever it is. Um, that can be something that's difficult, especially for couples. Um, that's pretty much like what, uh, and, and what is what is seen as the traditional uh, courtship into marriage. That's pretty much what that is. Like two people inviting another person into their space, um, and then setting the either maintaining it. And see, that's where it gets difficult because uh, two people could be trying to maintain a set of norms and values that the other person don't know nothing about and don't have a real connection to. So they don't really respect the norms and values and customs. So, um, and then some people don't even take the take the uh, the uh, initiative to create their own customs. Um, so, um, but that's a situation where, uh, you know, in creating a new, you know, you should definitely take the best pieces of both your customs and then have a new set of customs for your uh, offspring, uh, custom norm, customs, norms, and values. Um, so, um, it's really a situation where uh, that's pretty much, like I said, what that is. Uh, when you enter into enter into a, what, the traditional marriage, American marriage, um, um, but it, it definitely causes conflict in a per, uh, a, a period of adjustment where, um, like I said, you you have to adjust to that. Um, but like I said, as far as using it as a positive, you know, sometimes people could be so blind to their upbringing or their uh, personality or their uh, how they carry themselves or how they may come off that um, you know they may not realize that that's a- affecting other people in a certain way and so it's always really an opportunity for you people to be better um, and get better and and, and and as a whole caretake in a better way because um, in a perfect world that's how that would be, and the, and the evolution and revolution would be quick. Um, I think um, um, part of the reason why things continue to be is we maintain values that we question, but then we don't even believe. Uh, uh, we'll we'll question for a second, but we won't really uh, go in. Uh, so it's a situation where um uh, yeah, it's a situation where uh you gotta be aware of um of all of that, so um you can have a hand in making that a little bit better making that situation jump um um. So yeah, um, uh, it's, it's it's really, uh, you know, interesting for, in general, uh, people to attempt to do and and create the positive situations out of some of them and watching people's response. And that's something else that's um, interesting and 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 should be kind of evaluated. You kind of want to know uh, somebody's ability to bounce back and somebody's ability to kind of deal with stress and uh, tough situations because, you know, you got to think about you and your personality type and the kind of things that make you happy. And if that's not in line with, you know, how the person responds, then that's not going to be what's up for you. 
Um, and so you're going to be constantly trying to connect, turn the negative into a positive. Uh, and so uh, that's something that to, to, to be uh, a skill to be desired, as well as uh, a situation where, uh, you know, uh, people should be just conscious on how they deal with other people. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think people, uh, I think people should just be more conscious of themselves and, um, trying to deal with the things that come at them. And again, everybody will kind of do kind of be all right. Even though you do have, you will have your outliers that will definitely have a, uh, um, effect on, uh, situation um that you got going but um if you were if you if you were responsible for yourself then in general uh, uh like i said it, it should be good and we should t- teach children how to be responsible for themselves how to turn negative things into positives uh because it's a situation where a lot of times people people's negatives and uh, stressors and whatever it is uh, they get they get so bottled up that they have, they come out in an unhealthy way or they manifest in an unhealthy way. And so you don't really want that. You want to kind of get it out so, you know, you can move on. Um, but if you can't never get it out for whatever reason, and I know I'm a person where I'm a little bit stern about it. I, and I'm, and I say that it's an excuse because even though you may have a fear, uh, that, you know, uh, it, it, it's, uh, you might have a fear that it's uh, something might, you know, go wrong or having the having the conversation about whatever it is is bothering you. It's, it's so big. Um, I still say that you're responsible for that. And whatever feelings that you are having to deal with as a result of are self-inflicted because at any point you can have the conversation needed to be had to solve the problem or to, you know, get whatever it is off your chest. But, um, if you have fears or reservations, um, of what's going to happen, then it's almost like, you know, that's on you. Um, and I feel the same way about myself. I'm a person where when when you get to me, you know, I'm not going to just be good you know, depending on how whatever was done or said, I ain't gonna, I'm not just going to be good, you know, a couple of hours later, like, I'm going to still feel some type of way more than likely. Um, so knowing that, it's a situation where, you know, I have to be conscious of what I'm giving attention to that's negative because I know that it's going to take a while for me to get over whatever feelings it is that manifests because of the negative uh, energy. So, um, you know, pick and choose what the attention goes to, um, and that definitely helps, um, specifically when it's something positive um, or something that's not uh, not necessarily positive but productive is what I was really meaning um, because at the uh, same time it can help um, – you know, create a business or maintain other health situations if it's something that's physical or uh, something that's healthy that you that you pour the energy into. Um, it's almost like the basic, um, the basic uh, uh, like elementary school tool that teachers would use, where you had a kid that if you gave them that thing that they like to do, whether it was coloring or going to play basketball, you know, you can get them to act right. Um, it's the same thing with adults. Um, you know, when they down upset, if they can go do that thing that they love to do, they'll be good. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's the real uh, fundamental skill of um, knowing that negative things are going to happen. And uh, taking that energy 
and pouring it into something productive that can benefit you. Um, Because negative things are going to happen, and it's real hard. Um, It's easy said um, for someone who's never had a horrific or horrible thing happen to them. Um, And uh, don't plan on it. But um, the situation where, um, you know, um, taking that, you know, energy and pouring into something else, um, uh, and uh, minus the situations that may take you beyond the ability to do that, if it's really that negative. And it's taking you to a whole different place. Um, but just your everyday negatives and stressors and things that take you to a mental place and that get you mad and um, or that may be an actual you've been wronged and you just have to deal with the energy of the fact that you've been wronged and people that you're dealing with don't know or acknowledge that they've wronged you or... Um, there's been a misunderstanding, and um, you know that there's a misunderstanding, but uh, uh, no one else does. Uh, um, it's just, you know, a lot of different things and ways that stuff can go. Um, but it's a very good, very good tool. Um, to really have uh, control over that and, and really, um, you know, create and take energy and use it for something good um, um, or be creative and, 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 and take that negative and pour it into some kind of thing that other people can enjoy when they're in that same state. Um, something that is soothing and uh, healing in nature, uh, whether it's music or poems or anything. Um, just really, you know, going to a place where um, you're able to uh, therapeutically cope with life, uh, with whatever um, outlets you need. Uh, some people it's simple things. Some people it's a lot. Um, some people, you know. So I mean, everything. Everybody's gonna have their thing. Um, but it's a lesson in a lot of things that happen if you slow down enough to see it. And um, a lot of times, when, you, when we really look at negative situations, we had control. Um, sometimes we didn't have control, but sometimes we did. Um, we didn't realize necessarily in the moment that we had control, um, but, um, you know, when, you, when we, if we really step back, we'll realize that, you know, for the most part, you know, the, the, the decisions that were made um, were made from us and uh, that got us in the positions. Um, so, you know, um It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to try to, you know, go against that and, and uh, pretend like that's not the case. Um, and as in general, um, I think we all need to, you know, work on really turn negative into positives, and you know, and I think we in this in this particular time, like I said, I know it's difficult, but. Um, you know, so it's a good time to try to start a business or um, it's a good time to, you know, um, just really take advantage of some of the things that's going on and some of the uh, tech- technological things that are happening and some of the just uh, loopholes in life that's being, uh, in society that's being exposed. Um, storefronts are disappearing and it's a it's it's becoming a, a digital and technical uh market and it really is already so um you can have an idea 
that you can put into that uh, technology and formula, um, it can go, you know. So um, while things continue to go negative and start going on that are negative, that are being discussed in some um, in general, um, you know, it's a situation where uh, I think people, um, you know, if we, if we can just do that um, and really get to a place um, that that will really numbers for some of the other things and issues that are going on. Um, I think people will be able to make better decisions because um, people are going to be angry. That's a natural thing for someone to be angry or frustrated and experience that. But um it's a situation where um, uh, it's a it's, it's going in. I think Thomas calling. Yo, what is? What's good? Um, say what? They can't call. Can't call. Okay. So, but yeah, it's, uh, I was just talking about uh, turning negatives into positives and uh, uh, in general just dealing with all kinds of the crazy stuff that's going on. Um, we we may be joined by uh, uh, someone else. Uh, who has a, a kind of like a movement going on um, behind this concept. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then I was pretty much saying how things are pretty interesting right now as far as being negative, but it's on the flip side of that, uh, it's definitely an opportunity to, like, I mean, these the ideas that are popping up are um, very interesting, and it's really a time where, you don't even have to be creative almost. You can just take an idea, copy it, change, tweak one little thing or give it a bow tie, and now you have a whole different thing that you can sell and monetize and you don't have to work for anybody. You can do that. Um, it's just an interesting time. So um, in general, I think if people can focus a little bit on that, uh, things are naturally... Um, I mean, there's other stuff that they need to focus on too, but... Um, if they can just focus on some of the positive things and, and be in a more positive state, um, in general, it'll help the <laughs> doom and gloom mood that is uh, floating around a little bit. Um, you, uh, you see a lot of doom and gloom moods around. Like, I guess you're your workspaces or like social spaces? Yeah, uh, people are definitely um, every day or every other day uh, Trump's done this, Trump's done that, uh, this is going on, that's going on. Um, people are in a, it's almost a, a, a state of fear, um, almost like a what's next. And I, I'm in a what's next kind of thing, but I don't know about a state of fear. Um, and I don't know if that's good or bad, because uh, someday, I mean, I've had my days where I was like, holy shit, that's crazy, um, but not. I don't know about just being like, oh, man, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's it, definitely a, a, a negative undertone, and I think some of it is just uh, uh, over-expressed uh, hate and frustration at the situation. Um, but the rest, yeah, I think they just in general um, to see to see that they their the image of their country be handed to somebody like that. It's like they can't take it. And that's not that's not the case in your environment and workplace. No, I really don't. I don't talk to people about politics, and I try to avoid those conversations with people I work with. And, of where I work and who I work with. I think they're pretty much a, a pro-Trump crowd. Uh, 
So I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, of course, comments here and there. And every day I go to lunch, the TV is tuned to CNN, and I swear there hasn't been a day since, um, even before the election, just since, like, the primaries when there hadn't been people on the news talking about what Trump tweeted or what Trump did, and you can definitely see people sitting there locked in. Um, but really, that's background noise to me. Usually when I go to lunch, if I'm not eating with somebody, I'm – I'm reading, you know, I hear it, I look at it, but I don't really invest anything into it. I mean, kind of like you, I don't know if that's good or bad. And it's kind of like, I'm aware of some of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, it's like, damn, it's kind of wild. Kind of like how we talked last week with all the the executive uh, orders that are being signed. But I feel like I'm more of an observer than, uh, I guess, really being emotionally involved in any kind of way. To me, it's just kind of like, well, that's uh, I try to be aware in case I need to adjust mm-hmm. how I move any differently. But other than that, I really don't buy into the negativity or the doom and gloom. I try not to let that get on me because that tends to – promote more doom and gloom. You start thinking doom and gloom and negativity, you don't see more doom and gloom and negativity. So kinda of like you said, I just I'm aware but it's kinda of like, oh that's wild or oh, y'all are back at it again talking about what Trump tweeted or what he said or his remarks or which is crazy. It's like a it's a big reality show. It's a big shit show. And people are really emotionally invested into it. And I think if people would step back from it and try to be aware of it versus so caught up in it, people would probably move differently and be less of that doom and gloom mentality. Because that's really like a, you know, oh, everything's going to shit. And then, I mean, you kind of create that when you start believing that. Well, I know it's um, definitely some positives um, in the whole situation as far as exposing how wild uh, politics can be, because um, at this point it's in our face, and it, like you really can't say you don't know, or you really can't say you know you didn't see this, that, and the third uh, as far as the selection process. Um, so it's a situation where. Um, I think people are a little, I mean, not much. At first, I thought people were a lot more, like, awake about it. But now I'm realizing that they still really aren't that more. They're still kind of sort of think like, oh, well, this one was jacked up, but we'll get them next time kind of deal. Yeah, people but, still buy in. People yeah. still buy in. I was, I was, I literally was just thinking the other day. Hey, actually, they said something on the, the news about, how Trump lost the popular vote by like two million something. Like they they threw that out there while they were talking about him. And I was just thinking like the average time to forget <laughs> how this shit is is not really what they make it seem. Must be four years. Because I swear yeah. for four years people are gonna be right back at the polls, you know, promoting the we got to get our vote out. Our vote's really important. Our vote counts. And it's like, we really have a short-term memory when it comes to a slap in the face, it seems like. Like, we just sat here and saw how your vote doesn't really count like you think it does. But I guarantee you, at the next election cycle, it's going to be more of the, we got to get out. We got to vote more this time. You know, we got to vote harder and, People still buy into the illusion. It's like people can't separate themselves from the illusion. Um, I think people got too much invested into it. It's too hard for people to be like, well, maybe this isn't really what we think it is. It's just like, well, we got to figure out a way to, like you said, we got to get them next time. We got to 
make it work in our favor. And it's like, uh, it's not built to work in your favor. It's, it's built to do what it's doing and what it's been doing. But I think we got short-term memory. Like, people probably already talking about it now. Like, yeah, we got to vote. Make sure we vote next time. We got to get them out of here in four years. Like, all right. Yeah, and that's definitely um... – I can see it now, like it's going to be a uh, voter die on steroids and it's going to mm-hmm. be crazy with people, uh, Jay-Z. And, and, and what's crazy is Kanye set the tone with the, I'm going to run 2020, but they might give us Jay-Z or somebody and that'll just be like the crazy hip hop. And then Jay-Z would be Obama on steroids. Um, <laughs> um, but he, he might not be old enough, but, um, um, it's a situation where um, the, it's probably going to be uh, Obama-like, where the candidate said whoever it is running is going to be so much energy and they're going to be polarized and more polarized because Trump, I don't know. It's just I feel like the next go-around is just going to have a bunch of energy behind it because they're going to have to do something to get people in it. Um, curious to see if the college kids be like, fuck that, because they'd be the ones that really – drive the energy and really kind of as far as talking about it and people caring about it, they, they kind of control the energy. Cause I remember when we was in school, Obama was running, we was like, we kind of destroyed that whole situation. And it was such a landslide. It was almost like you couldn't deny it. And you couldn't even, you couldn't pull an electoral college situation with all that energy. So I don't know. I'm just curious to see how that would go. Yeah, sometimes I think, I wonder if Trump was put in place, if nothing else, it just makes it so uh, uncomfortable and fucks it up so bad that without without question, whoever the next halfway decent person they put up there, whoever they, they put the energy behind, like it's going to be no, we're going to just... There's no question, yeah, we got to vote for that guy. If it's Trump versus that guy, you know, it's, it's not even a a question to where we just, without even analyzing or thinking, um, bring the next person into office. So sometimes I wonder, you know, think like, what is real? why is he really, if you're of the mindset like I am, like he's not in there by accident. He, if they wanted him to win, he was going to win. And then start to think, well, why is he the person in office? Like maybe it's just a setup for the next guy. I don't know. Or maybe he's just in there to really fuck shit up, and we just gonna see a continuation of we don't really care to hide our hand anymore. We just gonna you know be all out and disrespectful with it because we don't even care anymore. We see that y'all blindly accept. We see that y'all are willing to accept being spitting, you know being spit in the face, why would we even try to to cover it up anymore? Yeah, people um people people will accept a lot of stuff. Um and I said people people accept a lot of different stuff and um uh you know some people be saying uh they say they be saying uh, we be focused on Trump, but it's old boy uh, Pence who we really need to be scared of. And if if, and if Trump wild out to a point where it's like he got to go, um, and people uh, he might just get him out, and then now he there, he might start, but he might be the one that start wild wilding and uh, take it to another level. Um, but in general, it would almost be like people get what they deserve, but it's not that we would have to deal with that, too. Like, only the people that voted for him should have to deal with it. Um, yeah. But, say what? I say, yeah, like, can he just be y'all's president since y'all voted for him and, you know, y'all keep right. it? Right, y'all can have but in, in the in the in the vein of your topic of turning uh, negatives into positives, it is 
you know, you see people coming together in opposition to uh, a lot of the stuff he's protesting. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff he's uh, promoting. Right. So that's, you know, that's a positive. It's still good to see people rally behind um, not wanting to, to stand for this blatant disrespect and uh, racism or sexism or uh, whatever you want to call it, whatever it may be. So that's cool. But then, you know, how far does that go? I'm not sure. The energy is good. The energy around it is good. But I wish it was more of a focus on how are we going to make things better versus fighting, how are we going to fight Trump? Because, I mean, that's just putting more energy into that negativity. You can't beat negativity with by fighting. You're just going to promote more negativity. You got to, like, build positivity. Right. Just trying to fight negativity, that's not going to work. Just going to promote more. It it is um good to see the energy. Um but couple that with the attention span and it's not it's like up and down. Um and it this this seemed to be some kind of consistent and I don't remember in my lifetime and I guess I probably wasn't paying attention if it it was probably Obama, but I don't remember like people actively protesting against the president. Uh I'm sure well it's probably the Midwestern hillbillies, I'm sure they had some white power protests. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. They probably had a couple rallies. But, um, but um, not on this level, not on like a national level to right. where all the news stuff is covering. Well, that's not going to touch the news. That's not going to touch the news. That's going to be protected for some reason. I, but between all the cell phones and cameras and towers and helicopters and technology, it's, it's somehow it's never going to touch the, the tabloids. But, uh, uh, in general, um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope all of this people take all of this as a a, a, a a situation to really look at what's going on and be a little bit more invested. I know people always talk about local politics, and that's definitely important. Um, and that's another positive out of this out of this where uh, now it's a situation where you can see who's who and what's what and make an informed decision on local uh, office um, so that you don't have people that's in line with what you don't like making decisions about mm-hmm. your neighborhood. And your, you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. another positive. Because uh, I, I hate that people be – I don't – I know I say people stupid a lot, and people are pretty stupid, but <laughs> I don't be really wanting to believe that they that <laughs> Well, I don't be wanting to believe it, like – and then to hear it, like – I was I was I was watching World Star and this this black this white dude was at a Trump or some kind of Trump rally and screaming white white power and stuff like that and uh he said he he can't a person with the camera came over and was like uh why can't we be white supremacists uh it's black supremacists in the NBA playing basketball he's like aren't they uh <laughs> supreme at basketball and it's like that's like that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard and he he's really serious. And it's like uh, that's who you're dealing with, and I think that's another positive out of this, out of this too. It's like it's exposing that's who you're dealing with in some circumstances. It's a lot of circumstances. You're dealing with the person who literally compare his white supremacy and hate towards you to your athletic ability to dominate him in a sport, like which <laughs> technically his ancestors kind of created on accident. Um, that's wild. Black people can run sports. Why can't we have uh, two clubs playing two clubs playing same right. Thing. same thing. Right. Same thing. Same thing. Um, but that's that's crazy. So, and I think it's also cool for people to be kind of more reminded about who and what what's in the environment around them, um, because I know a lot of people got people on Facebook that they had to unfollow or they might have even deleted their whole social media just because of some of the things that people are saying. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's good that people are being more transparent. It's like, that's who you were dealing with the whole time. You just didn't look at it like that. Because they, 
They put it in your face yeah. and you see it. For sure, for sure. If nothing else, uh, I am glad that the, the previously closet or maybe coded racists are feeling a little more emboldened and are now more in the face that's a bad echo. A bad echo. I don't know if that's my phone or maybe I need to get it. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's to, like you said, kind of find the positive and the negative. I'm hopeful or was hopeful or still have some hope. Like, y'all see this, right? Like you said, it's, it's a little more in your face, so hopefully people aren't so naive to the fact that so many of these, I guess, quote-unquote allies that we thought we had are not really here for us or aren't really who you thought they were. And I think it was a a real slap in the face for some people. It was almost like, wow, like, I can't, I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe that uh, Bob and uh, Becky are Trump supporters and are racist and it's, Kind of like, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how you missed that, but I'm glad it's in your face now. It's nothing else. But then we still have, um, I don't know, they're still focused on, I think, too much focus sometimes on trying to persuade those people to not be racist. Like, right. that shouldn't be like that. Like, we need you guys to, to be on our side or thinking other white people are going to like get your get your friends. And it's like, no, no, they're they showed you who they are. It's time to move on. Like let them be. We need folks on the so if nothing else, yeah. Hopefully the overt racism and the the, the boldness that some people have found now that they feel like they have their their guy in the office and that they got a pass to just be out with it. It's like, yeah, this is what, I don't know how y'all missed that, but, yeah, nothing's really changed. Now they're just not being so nice about it. Yeah. So that's a that's a weird way to look at a positive if you look at it like that, but I definitely agree with you. I think it is a positive if it really sinks into people. That's a big yeah. thing sometimes. Yeah, it takes some time and it, it takes some repetition. Um, so I think at the like when his fingers on the button and he about to push it, that's when it'll hit. Like yo, he's wilding and he he's uh, doing a lot. Um, and this was a poor choice, and it was really a poor choice from jump. And I kind of felt it before I pressed the button at the booth, but I still pressed the button. Um, and it didn't matter anyway, and I knew that, but I still went. Um, Cause I'm a person, I feel kind of stupid. Like, why did I just go vote for the president? But um, <laughs> it's a situation where, um, like I said, people um, people really should invest some t- energy into uh, trying to find that positive. Uh, and like I said, if nothing else, it's a good time for business. Um, and I, I don't agree with much uh, the uh, that he he has to say, but I do agree with. Uh, attempting to bring some level of industry back to America to assist with, like, the whole fucked up economy. That would be great. Uh, it's going to be expensive, mm-hmm. though. I don't think people understand that. But um, that would be cool if we could pull it off on some kind of level. Um, we kind of sold our whole ability to create to other countries. But uh, mm-hmm. um, that's not what's up. But, uh, mm-hmm. If we can... If we can do that, um, that would be that could potentially be positive. So um, I don't know. Like I said, and and, and it's it's always going to be crazy in the in the world. Um, it's, it's always going to be something going on. Um, so um, if, if people, if if nothing else, people can get closer to God, um, and, and 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 I guess maybe use the fear as motivation to live life. And uh, free of uh, unnecessary stress, uh, if nothing else, 
that that could be what how you how you choose to fold this up uh, and take it. But um, yeah, if that's like you said, hopefully people can look at it that way and not just be so overcome with the sense of oh my God, the world's over to the point where it paralyzes people or people just accept what they think is, um, I guess, just a catastrophe. Like, oh, well, you know, we're fucked now. I don't know what we're going to do. That kind of helpless victim mentality is is very defeating. And it's like, common hopefully too. the energy continues to... Huh? I said it's common too, that mentality. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's unfortunate. Um, so hopefully, like you said, more people look at it as a, okay, this is bullshit. We got to do better and we got to, you know, come out on the other side of this bigger and better and stronger and united versus I don't know what I'm going to do. It's all over. I'm scared. What's about to happen? Cause, I mean, people just buy into that. I don't understand it. Um, it's almost like a, it's almost like a thing. Like people are like, I'm scared. Like, yeah, me too. I'm scared too. And it's like, yeah, let's let's just be scared and be worried and like, cause that's what we're supposed to do at this time. Like, no, it's not. It's not really helping anything. I don't even mind the the being scared and being worried. It's more of a I'm scared and I'm worried and I'm not gonna do nothing about it. And that's the part. It's like okay, so. Trump is the president, and it seems like he's making very poor decisions. But as far as your day-to-day life, it's not really going to change much. So unless you are one of the people that he's hunting down on some immigrant immigrant type stuff, but if you're a, a regular black or white uh, born American, you know you're pretty good. So you know I don't, I don't really get the the level of fear where you feel like hopeless and helpless about your circumstances in your life um, to where you're living in fear. Like, I literally had a, a, a woman crying, talking about it, and it's like, what are you crying for? You make, like, 80 to 120K, and you probably, and you're, like, in your 60s or 70s, so why are you even, like, you're good. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? I, yeah, so, I don't know. I can't conceive that kind of level of hopelessness that people feel it's uh it's bizarre to see to me i guess just cuz i i don't understand it so i don't really I, it's hard for me to empathize with that cuz i'm like what is your what like like you said what are you crying about like, what are you what the hell is your problem but i um, guess if you if you are were positioned to have a say or a stake into what America is, you feel that what it represents needs to, on some level, represent you. See, we know we don't got no say in this. <laughs> so, as far as having somebody speak for us, that's not going to happen, because it ain't happened today. So, I guess I can kind of understand being in a position where it's like, well, what do you mean? Like I'm, I'm an American and I pay my taxes and I work hard to get into this position. And you mean to tell me my morals and my, you know, uh, my my everything about me that I that I that represents me and my Americanness and and everything that at least for me what it represents. You you gonna change it and take it away and put this other representation? It's almost personal. So I guess I get it, but I don't get it to tears. Yeah, yeah. I guess we really felt like this country was for us and uh, working in our favor. If this was our empire and we were seeing our empire fall, then yeah, I guess I could. I guess I could understand some of those tears. Um. But from black people, I don't understand it. <laughs> I definitely don't understand it from anybody of color. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. 
But in general, in in again speaking to the topic of turning negatives into positives, um, what do you think is the key when it comes to a negative situation in somebody's life, whatever it may be, um, in terms of transmuting that into a positive, into something that can benefit them? Because I, I feel like there's a lesson in everything. Yeah, pretty much, there's, there's a lesson in it. Pretty much, find whatever the positive is um, in the situation, and I think uh, it's pretty much a situation where, depending on you and your ability to deal with your emotional self, um, you blinded by the situation. It's always, like you said, it's always a lesson or something positive that's there. You know, um, but it's just a matter of seeing it. So, um, it's a it's it's and and really accepting it. Um, so I think the key is really uh, understanding yourself enough to know how you deal with stuff and the severity of your response. And so, if you've never been in a severely negative situation. You you gotta guess pretty much, um, but I think just being aware of yourself and your emotions and how to deal with negative things and what makes you happy uh, mm-hmm. and what what can take you out of that, uh, then that'll be what pretty much help you deal with it. Because um, if you know that you can go do something that makes you happy, then you, and and you'll naturally not focus on the negative thing. And if it's something that's very negative, like trauma, something that because something that happens that's traumatizing, um, that's kind of something like out of nowhere, um, that's different. But um, other than that, just regular everyday negatives and things that happen to you, um, I really think it's just a matter of um, dealing with yourself and putting yourself in a space that's so far away from the negative that uh you forget about it almost um because with the with the clear mind you'll be able to analyze it because uh, most people don't analyze it uh most people just kind of go with it and um don't really try to just push it to the back of the head and don't think not think about it but uh at a point you're gonna have to deal with it and even if you don't want to you're gonna have to so if you can just be aware um that'll help Yes, uh, we all know people that seem to always be negative or can't seem to find any. You know, people that just like always complain. Like they come around, it's like I know they about to start complaining about something, or I know they about to <laughs> start giving me their sob story, or you know, woe is me, and it's like. I wonder sometimes can those people see it and they see the kind of energy they're giving off in that kind of negative space that they just seem to occupy and attract to themselves. It's like, do you ever have a good day? Like, I don't, I I try to avoid those kind of people. It's like, I don't want to talk to you because I know you're going to be like, it's going to be something (laughs) or somebody It's just going to be some negative shit. And it's just like it's kind of their identity. Like my identity is, let me tell you what happened, or well, this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened. It's like my God, like do you just attract the shit? And then when you really have some level of understanding, it's like you do just attract the shit. You do. <laughs> but it's, I wonder if those people, when they're in that kind of space, can observe themselves. Or if it's like they just are so bought into it and so consumed by it or identified with it so much that they can't even seem to, you know, it's like you try to give them something positive. Like, yeah, well, you know, I hear you, but, you know, maybe if you looked at it like this way or this way, it's like, yeah, but blah, 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 more negative. And I just... I, I always wonder about those kind of people. Like, how did you, why are you this way? Why can't you seem to, I don't know, find your way out of that, that negative state? 
or why are you so consumed by it to where it's just like I can't separate when I see you I think negativity because I know that's what you're bringing with you I think it's uh, I think for one it's a natural space that they know to occupy because they spend so much time there so it's almost like I don't know life not like this so pretty much when it, when it's not like that I'm almost looking for it to be like that um and then, like you said, just the general laws of attraction, um, the person can, in their heart, really not want it to be negative, but because they spend so much mental energy thinking about it and mulling over it, they invite it into their space. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just hard in general if you somebody that, uh, if you somebody that, depending on your who you are and what you allow to, or what bothers you or what, you allow to bother you, um, or what experiences you done had, it's hard to not think about it or not focus on it mm-hmm. to a point where uh, you don't give it that energy. But like I said, that's when, to me, that's when giving that energy to mm-hmm. something else and going into a place where you're not even thinking about it comes into play because if you're not thinking about it, then how could you be giving it? You're giving something else the energy. So, right. um, but like you said, like, uh, it with it's like they they attract it and they they really just can't get away from it because so much energy just go even if you're trying to repeat you still giving it energy you know that was an interesting thing that I I, was, I came across recently saying like you you you're oh that's he said uh, children are not afraid of water but when they're young and they get close to the pool and we run and scoop them up out of fear that they're gonna drown uh, then they unconsciously associate water with fear so they panic when they end up in the situation versus doing what they would naturally do um in the water um but as a whether it's true or not is irrelevant but as a metaphor uh it's interesting um just thinking about what a state of fear can do for how you carry yourself and then and what how all of that affects things yeah, I read, uh, I forgot what I was reading, but it said that the only things we're naturally afraid of are loud noises, and I think it was one other thing. Everything else darkness. we learn. Every, like you, huh? Was it darkness? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I know loud noises was one of them. But then, like you said, everything else is learned. You think about a little kid, you think about when you were a little kid, like, you just had no fear. Like, yeah, I'd jump off of anything, I'd do anything. You get older, you start looking at the, like, I'm not jumping off of that. <laughs> like, I might break something. Yeah. Right. Like, when you're a little kid, you're not conditioned with that fear up to a certain age, you know. It's like you said with the pool example, until it's taught. But naturally, we don't come into just fear and stuff. Um, a lot of that's taught. So, yeah, that's a – I forgot where I was going with that. But, yeah, loud noise is apparently – one other thing is all we're naturally afraid of. You know, kids are – kids are brave as hell. You just let them loose. They'll go do stuff with no regard for personal safety. I don't care. I just watch the video. Like he was like three, maybe two or three, around a, a big snake, like a, a like an anaconda side snake, like a huge snake. Um, he was just picking it up and putting it back down, moving it. Like, come on, man! Like, no, and nobody's saying nothing to him. They they just let him do it. And I, I, I thought maybe this is their snake, but it was just weird to see him. Like, I, I'm looking at it, scared for the little boy's life. Like that snake about to bite him and just wrap him up and kill him, and they ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Um, right, but um, yeah, all of that in general, just attracting it, uh, energy and putting the mental energy, um, it's something that I've been definitely looking looking into as far as what I give my mental energy to and how that manifests in real time. And um, it can it can when you really slow down enough to look at what you've been thinking about and then the things that's been going on and happening. It's almost like, dang, I really did create the space for all of that, you know, 
So oh, when man. really yeah, good. Yeah. So. yeah, that's uh yeah. having that kind of perspective. Yeah, I've been doing that kind of mental activity recently too, and I was actually having that conversation with uh, Corey the other day. And just if you look back on some of the stuff that's transpired in your life, and then you really like think about what kind of mentality was I in or even where you're at right now and like what kind of mentality have I been in? It's like, damn, I did bring this on myself. Or damn, I did I did create this. I did manifest this. If you can analyze your thought process to, to whatever particular event it was, it's like, damn, like that's on me. Whether it be good or bad, like I I did do that. I I fucked that up or I made that work. But it's really the the power in in your mind and in your emotion. And um, it's an interesting thing I read, and I think it's a great analogy. You're talking about turning the negative into the positive. It's like you said, when you're working, you're trying to get warm. If you're somewhere cold, you don't focus on trying to fight the cold. You focus on building warmth. Like you're not going to fight the cold and get rid of it. You just got to focus your energy on building the fire or creating warmth. Same thing with negativity. Like, you can't focus on... If you focus on trying to fight the negativity, you're just going to, you know, be swinging in the air. You're going to promote more negativity. You got to focus on creating that positivity versus, like you said, like the analogy said, you're not going to get warm by fighting the cold. It doesn't work. You got to build a fire. You got to focus on warmth, not on the cold. I think that can definitely be applied to pretty much all circumstances. And and definitely when you're talking about dealing with negativity versus positivity, focus your mental energy on that positive. Don't focus on how you're going to fight that negative. Right. And that, like you said, and that's across the board. Uh, I was listening to even finances and was saying how um, pretty much like broke right. broke people they broke because they focus on being broke and, <laughs> and they always thinking and talking right. about being broke. Um, it's crazy. It's a difficult thing to not focus on when you live in the experience. Like you literally living through being broke and not having. It. It's hard to not focus on it. And it's almost like, is that the point, you know, <laughs> like to keep you in that kind of, and it is when you think about how it's set up and with credit and with pretty much all the financial resources, it's almost like if you are coming from nothing, you have a lesser chance. And if they know that you're going to be focused on that scramble, yep. and if they can just keep you focused on the scramble, all kind of shit can pass you. You won't even see it, notice it, nothing. You'll just be in the scramble. Um, yep. It's like we're going to set up all these things to, quote, unquote, help you fight poverty. But it's not anything focusing on helping you build wealth. Right. Like we're not going to teach you how to how to get wealthy. We're just going to teach you how to, quote, unquote, fight poverty or how to survive within poverty. Or here's how you can survive, not here's right. how you can thrive and not have to worry about these things. We're going to put these tools in place because we know – that your mentality is going to be based on how do I survive within this poverty context? You know, we're going to set up uh, check cashing places and we're going to set up, we're going to give you shitty credit cards and, you know, tax you. And we're going to set up all types of traps that are, that look like we're uh, aiding you, but it's really a band-aid. It's not going to help you, Increase your wealth. This is going to help you survive in that in that poverty. Same thing with health. Like, like you said, it can apply to anything. You're focusing on I'm always sick. You're just always going to be sick instead of focusing on being healthy or you know how do I get healthy. And same thing with like medicine. Medicine is medicine fights symptoms. Here's how to fight your sickness. It's not here's how you can get healthy so you don't keep getting sick, just, oh, you're sick. Well, if you take this, you can fight that sickness. But it's not, 
here's how you can actually be healthy to the point where you don't get sick anymore. Right. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, interesting kind of phenomenon that whole situation. I think uh, I'm gonna uh, do my little last word with that. Uh, in general, um, I think people. Uh, there's so many ways to be distracted and not deal with yourself and not deal with um, stuff in life and uh, just the things that come at you every day. And then life itself is already stressful. Um, but you do have a say, like I, I think I said this before on here, you do have a say in this whole situation and you do have control over kind of what you manifest and kind of what you uh, experience because what you focus on is going to be the result that you get. So um, I think it's a situation where if you focus on being better and you focus on abundant, the abundance that is there, because there's plenty of abundance there, you're just recognizing it and uh, seeing it for what it is. Um, but if you focus on those things, you'd be surprised at the amount uh, of positivity that you can invite into your space. So uh, that's, that, that's pretty much my last word. Ooh, I would... Definitely echo what you're saying. Um, be aware of what you're giving your mental energy to, and focus it on focus it on building and creating what you do want, not so much on trying to fight what you don't want. Focus it on the good. Focus it on wealth. Focus it on health instead of fighting negativity or fighting finances or fighting sickness. Um, that's counterproductive and it's tricky because you, you think you're you think by fighting it you're getting somewhere but you're really promoting more of it you gotta focus on building fighting the cold that's my last piece we're, we're well, thank y'all for joining us for another version of King Vision peace